Hello. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because that voice will never not make me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I know. Super creepy robot woman. Um, yeah, I, I, I dress. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, wait. I'm like kind of dark. Should I get my Should I get my ring light? <laughs> if you want, I mean, I I see you pretty okay, but you know, do what do what feels best for you. This is the first time I actually see your room not through a photo. I know because like usually I'm like about to fall asleep on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Yeah. What's up? What's new? How's your day? My day was pretty good. Um, I'm really upset with the aesthetic business. <laughs> what? Because when I woke up this morning, I was like, oh, this is my coffee headache. I'm just going to have my morning cup and everything will be fine. Right. Lo and behold, everything was not fine. <laughs> and it's still here. And I don't it's know, it still hasn't gone away. Yeah. No, that sucks. Yeah. But besides that, uh, it's been a, it's been, it's work. It's been a normal day. It's been an absolutely normal day. Um, <laughs> the good part about today is this, and I get to continue watching Supernatural after. There you go. Which so, actually kind of, it's weird because Supernatural pisses me off so much. But I, I was going to say, you just like rage tweet about Supernatural every day. <laughs> love it. And like that comes through as well. <laughs> because it's so many parts you're just like god the show is so dumb and not because of like obviously not dumb in the sense of like the monster stuff because it can't be dumb because you went in knowing that they're fighting those things yeah but it's just like decisions that the writers made like which i wrote before in, in the chat like they try so hard <laughs> to be like the straightest possible show uh-huh. and it's the season finale of uh season nine basically like there's this whole big speech about how castiel like gave up all of heaven all for one man and they're like because he's in love and then there's this big pause and they're like with humanity and we're like okay so you're just doing that to not say <laughs> that he's in love with a man yeah even though he just said like that he gave it all up <laughs> Or this one guy, which he's given it all up like season after season. Like there's this running thing okay. before of like how he's betrayed all the angels for Dean and how he fell for Dean. And it's just like, anyway, it's such a, it's, it's just funny because the show was intended to be for like men. Yeah. Like even at cons, it's like all women and, or like non-binary people bunch of people from the lgbt community it's just you rarely see a man there rarely (laughs) so why why is that though like what about the show do you think attracts that community just like the love story that's clearly there but they're trying to hide (laughs) yeah that's i mean that's why i got into it i saw it on tumblr like someone who was watching the walking dead was also watching supernatural and yeah so i got into it because of that i started seeing all this dean cast stuff on tumblr so i was like oh my god like what's going on yeah not a couple (laughs) but i think it's i think it's partially that i think it's also because a lot of people see themselves in these three characters and if they don't see themselves in these three characters i think it's you know, kind of like with Marvel, you know, you want to be them almost. 
Right. You know, you want to help people. You want to do those things. I think it's, I think it's a bit of everything. Does it help that Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki are extremely good looking? Obviously. Yeah. But like, I think it's all that stuff, you know, when I think people saw, especially when Misha Collins replaced Castiel came in, I think people responded to him really well. And then when that heaviness between him and Dean started going, I think that's when the fandom became kind of like unstoppable. And they were like, well, <laughs> you guys are in it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you hear like freaking oh, out? Yes, I do. <laughs> Literally losing your mind during this fucking malt. <laughs> She's going off. Why? Yeah. The malt. Yeah. Sorry? The malt. It's like when dogs shed, birds go through something similar. Oh. So the old feathers fall out and new ones come in. And they get irritated and they get tired. And yeah, it's always a treat. <laughs> I love that for you on the day that you have the biggest headache of all time. <laughs> she has been like this all day. She's not stopped screaming all day long. And I like try to go and comfort her and like, you know, I try to get her to relax and like kiss her belly. And she's just like, <laughs> she's like, no, I'm going to be upset all day long. <laughs> Poor Jude. Anyhow, what's popping with you? How was your, no, it didn't happen. <laughs> What? <laughs> your picnic dates did that happen oh it did happen yeah okay how was it um it was fine like I feel like I'm going out with people that are not in my league <laughs> not to be that bitch but like I just feel way more interesting and fun and also hotter than everyone that I've seen so far <laughs> that's because all those things are true <laughs> I'm just like, and I like to give people a chance because like looks are really not that important to me. And I'm really just looking for someone who like I vibe with, but so far it's just been like, mm, like I'm clearly like just doing this because I'm bored. Like that's like, <laughs> I recognize that in myself. Like these people are not the ones, like I hope they never see this podcast, but like <laughs> it's so rude to say, but like, honestly, like I just, I think I need to not date right now like I just need to do my own thing and yeah for sure and that's what I've been trying to do the last few days um but the picnic date was okay like I brought the food I made like sandwiches and brought bubbly the carbonated juice thing um because he said he liked carbonated water or whatever and then he brought like cornbread that he made which was cute oh that's cute yeah it was cute and he brought fruit for me even though he doesn't like fruit so it was nice but like he was just kind of awkward and not as fun in person as he was like we had watched a few movies on zoom before hanging out um and he was like super funny and like relaxed I don't know maybe he's just nervous but yeah first dates are always so weird and annoying and yeah <laughs> and then when we were I was like maybe he just needs to like warm up so after the picnic we went for a little walk and then I was like I'm headed to this food truck type of thing it's like a a bunch of food trucks that go to a park and it's just kind of like it's not a festival it's just a thing I was like do you want to come he's like oh yeah sure I can come to that and I was like okay so we like met there and he was just weird and I was just like I never want to put my body near you <laughs> <laughs> like platonically very cool 
enough to be my friend but like okay. I just was like no I don't ever want your lips near me I don't want your face <laughs> I don't want any of this to continue um so it was just like whatever and then the other guy I was talking to turned out to be a big fat liar which I hate yeah that one I remember I just didn't remember if it was the same if that was the same person that was a different person and like he was like we he wasn't really my type and he wasn't really cute in the way that I find people cute but when I started to get to know him I was like like he's cute like you know how you do you just get soft spots yeah to life and like I was like kind of hopeful I was like okay maybe this is this could be fun whatever and then he lied to me about the dumbest thing and I was like if you're lying about that like what else would you lie about like, yeah and for, for no sure. reason too for no reason so uh, I'm just kind of over it like <laughs> I saw him once more and I was so cold to him and like I was like don't don't touch me like don't come <laughs> he totally felt it too I was like this was so awkward like I hated this um and then I went to Toronto and saw my family on the weekend and like didn't really talk to anyone all weekend and I was like yeah this feels right <laughs> like isolation and family like that's what I want right now so yeah it's been an interesting journey it sounds it <laughs> yeah um I'm trying to like really I have one freelance like design project that I have to finish this week and then I'm really trying to like get into actually working on the projects that I had lined up for the past two years that I've just been too anxious to do but it's yeah. like anxious for what and I have time like stop making excuses you know what I mean yeah for sure so once I'm done my freelance project um Thursday probably I'm gonna just I'm starting this project that I I want to write like this monologue because I have this feeling inside me that I like just need to get out um because I'm always like what like, what is the purpose of life? You know, I'm always in an existential yeah. crisis. Um, but I just feel like if I vocalize it and turn it into something like that I enjoy making, maybe it'll just like release me from it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want, so my idea is to like basically write this monologue just about whatever it becomes. I don't really know what it's about yet, but just feeling like like when you don't connect to things the way that other people connect to and just feeling kind of like ambivalent or ambiguous maybe towards life in general like I don't feel like I have a path I don't feel like I have like some people are really strongly passionate about things and I'm just not really and so I kind of feel like that's actually my story is like being able to be good at things but not being able to choose and being open to so much that it becomes overwhelming um so that's kind of like the concept that I'm going with that I want to write about and then just like having footage I don't know what kind of footage I was just gonna go yesterday I went and I uh, wanted to get a donut and a coffee and just walk around and like find cool stuff to film and like maybe film myself doing stuff and just like whatever you know um just existing but it was gross out it was so windy <laughs> I got one good video of the sky like it was not effective and I was like okay I'm gonna take this director hat off <laughs> but you know what though that kind of tracks in terms of like how our lives work <laughs> yeah, it does it's actually it speaks volumes exactly what was supposed to happen <laughs> um but yeah like that's where I'm at right now I feel inspired cool. and excited even though like things keep getting in my way but I'm like that's part of the fun is like problem solving and not giving up 
because I do be giving up real easy sometimes, especially like, I mean, who doesn't? Especially these days, like, I don't have the energy to like persevere the way I did in university where I was like, yeah, okay. Well, like, I mean, a pandemic, I think will do that to people, right? Like, exactly. I think I, I, I would say that you're definitely in the majority in that sense. Like, I don't think the pandemic helped anyone in that, in any area, <laughs> really, but especially with that stuff, like you were, we were stuck, you know? So I find like, even for creative writing, like, yeah, you're home and all the opportunities there, but so many people get their juice from people or yeah. exploring and being outside and all that stuff, you know? So when you're- The, the opportunity is there, but the inspiration is not there. And like- Yeah, exactly. So like all those tweets that were flowing around, like in the midst of it all of like, oh, now's your time to like do something like, now it's actually, it's not the time though. <laughs> it's one of the worst times. Like there's nothing to do. There's nowhere to go. You can't change your scenery. Yeah. Like, I'm someone who like, if I get my best work done if I go to Starbucks or if I go to a coffee shop and there's like buzz mm -hmm. around me. Like that's, yeah. that's my ideal situation. And of course, as soon as things shut down, I was like, well, just yeah. trapped in my bedroom for <laughs> the next year. Yeah. Um, and at that time, like, just before the pandemic, I was really personally in search of new perspective and new, like I wanted to go travel. I wanted to go live somewhere else and move out and do all these things. And then like having that cut away from your life when you are just a, like, sure. just about to be able to do it was really hard. But now I feel like I'm, I'm almost there again. And we're almost out of like yeah. the really tough trap, the trapped portion of the pandemic anyway. So. Yeah. There's <laughs> definitely the light. Like we talked, you know, at the start of our journey on this podcast, we were talking about how like, well, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, you know, we just have to like wait it out. But now it's like, we're stepping into it, you know? <laughs> yes, we are like seeing the rays and we're so close to stepping into that. And it's like, it's kind of scary. It's like, okay, like we've been waiting for so long. Is it going to be what we thought it was going to be? But it is, it's life. Yeah. Life yeah. is always going to be better than expected. Maybe not in the ways that we think it should be but in ways that surprise us and that's what I'm for sure look at you how profound <laughs> I told you I'm inspired <laughs> uh, I love it yeah no I'm just trying to I used to be an art hoe and now I'm trying to be an art hoe again you know poet with art well do you have do you have any like museums and stuff in London or not really no. <laughs> we have we have like one we have a few like galleries that um, show local artists so I like to go to those sometimes but they're usually closed lol <laughs> and we have one like local museum that has some cool stuff in it it's very small it's kind of boring um better to just go to Toronto you know if I'm gonna spend money yeah well, the nice thing is yeah. though the museum London is free it's by donation so it's yeah. cool. like a lot of the exhibits are local artists or like Canadian artists um, but we don't really have, we have like war type museums um, for like local history and stuff like that, but we don't have like nothing significant, unfortunately. Um, but I'm like very much a road trip gal, so I'm not afraid to drive to have some fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You kind of have I to know. be that way when you're not in a big city, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I also am tonight confirming, like basically today I confirmed my stay in Banff. So I'm going for three weeks, not a month. Um, 
but okay. almost a month. Yeah, still good and like reduced cost because like the people who I'm renting a, a part of their apartment from, they're going to be away for the first week or whatever. So I was just like, whatever, three weeks is fine. Just reduce the cost and we're good. So I'm going to book my tickets. I'm scared though. Uh, I'm, going. I'm going, uh, I'll be flying out on the 11th of August and then coming back Very nice. on the 31st. Shit, and then you're with me like a week later. Not less, like four days later, two, th- two days Fuck. Later. Yeah. So are you just going to still take like those extra date, like those those four days in between, are you going to take them off or you're going to work? Um, To be honest, so I, so the 31st is like a Tuesday, I think. And then it's like Wednesday and then I come on the Thursday. Oh. <laughs> so I'm probably going to take the day off or at least half day or something. I don't know. It depends how I feel, but mm-hmm. I'm not even going to come back to London. I'm going to do laundry at my grandma's in Toronto and then fly out of Toronto. Oh yeah. That makes sense. That so makes way more works. sense. It works, works out better. Um, it's fine. It, I'll just be like, that's a lot of traveling, but yeah, traveling. But you, have, you have that, you have that two days of rest. Yeah. And then and then what time do you get here? I mean, we could talk about this offline. But... <laughs> <laughs> We're like going through the itinerary. <laughs> the point is, is that that's a very fun month. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be uh, jam-packed with fun, like for four weeks straight, which is just awesome for me. Because I usually just don't do stuff, you know, I'm pretty low-key. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm stoked. And like, I think it'll be really important for me to like spend those three weeks like by myself doing my own stuff and like not be distracted by being at home a yeah, like for sure. family but like be like with all the other people that I use as a crutch to not do the things that I'm supposed to do um mm-hmm. I don't know if you're like this but I'm like in a heartbeat I will like go see my friend instead of like working on a project that's important to me because I'm more afraid to be bad at my project than I am to just not do it at all um, yeah I'm working on that I don't know a lot of I'm sure like a lot of art art people feel that way too but I'm trying to not be afraid to fail because it's so much easier to fail and fix what you failed at than to like always wonder like what if I actually did that project and like yeah that would have been fun <laughs> like you know what I mean so, yeah for sure I'm excited I have things to look forward to now and I'm going to see you and I miss it's you so fun we are 1000% watching one of the Twilight movies while we drink that's happening and even if you didn't want to do it, we're doing it oh, anyway. I'm 100% down. In fact, I think we should do it every night until I leave. Oh my God, yes. How many, there's what, five movies? We can double up even. So we get- Oh my God, yes, movies. we could totally double up. That's so doable. I'm afraid of watching more than two movies in a day? You're wrong. Oh I will my watch God, several. that's so much fun. Okay, so we're gonna do that. And also I was thinking on your last night, like on your, your for your goodbye dinner, there's a vegan sushi place in the old port. Oh. Goddamn good. I sell oh. thinking about it, but we should oh. go there. also like my friend and I we went and we paid 50 bucks, including tip, but we got three appetizers. We got, I think it was like 12 to 16 pieces of the sushi, and we had dessert. What? And maybe, I can't remember, but I think we had tea at the end. That's fire. I'm even I'm literally so excited. i'm so stoked yeah no i i've been to montreal like a few times but never like actually 
explored the city. It was always just like in passing to get to the island, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm stoked. I hope like stores are open so I can get little knickknacks and stuff. Um, yeah, everything's already here. We're, thank God, fuck, knock on wood, knock on my head, pray to God. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> apparently on the 28th, the whole province is going to be in the green zone, which basically is right before going back to like complete normal. Wow. Like green, zone, green zone is called vigilance. So you're just kind of like keeping, keeping your eye on stuff because we still won't be like everyone who got their first dose still won't be like second dose, right? Yeah. Or whatever. So it's like the vigilance stage, but pretty much everything will be open. Um, so yeah, so especially by the time you come, yeah, really hoping that like there is no zones at all and we could just fucking- Just live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like I said, to all the gods. <laughs> Whoever's listening, please. Um, oh my god but we should be okay and even i mean i don't see why we wouldn't be right like that's what the vaccines are for this is what it's all been about so i'm sure we well will yesterday be. i sent alicia a screenshot that italy has opened its borders to canadians who are fully vaccinated obviously can i tell you something yes <laughs> i literally cried when you sent me that <laughs> I was, I was feeling, for some reason, I was so anxious yesterday. I don't know why. Like, it was just one of those days where there's no reason. Yeah. And then you sent me that message, and I just, like, burst into tears because I was like, relief. Everything is going to work out for me, and I'm going to be able to go there. And if an Italian man feels the need to make out with me, I will let that energy into my space. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. That makes me happy that you, like, felt relief from that. Because, like, oh God, yeah, no, I really, really did. I... I lost it. I lost it. I, I can't wait to go. I cannot wait to go. I know. Cause every time we talk, you're like, I just want to go back to Italy. I just want to have yeah. a gelato. I'm like, yes, I agree. You should. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, I don't know why, but like, I mean, I love to travel and I love going everywhere. And London still is my favorite place in the world. But like, for some reason, when the pandemic hit, it was just like Italy was in my head. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it got so bad there. Yeah. You know, like I have family there and stuff like that but I was just like that needs to be like the the, the place that I go like, return. like such a nationalist turd but like I need to go back to the, the motherland no he's literally gonna say you need to return like home you know after so yeah. long away and like trapped inside yeah. yeah um I was actually talking to Megan today we had like a team lunch so we went to get like food and then sat outside and she's telling me she has so many crazy stories. Megan, if you're listening, get help. You need help. You're crazy. Um, <laughs> and I can't wait for her to share these psychotic stories with you guys because it's so funny. But she was saying that like next year she's potentially going to like a wedding in Poland. And if her boyfriend can't come, like I should come and we should go like on a tour from Poland through to Spain. Like a cross. fucking sick. And like, I, you know, I'm desperate to go. I'm desperate to go. So um i'm down like anyone who's listening to this i know there's only like two people here but i'm so desperate to travel and like anyone who wants to come like i'm ready especially spain italy greece anything in that area like i'm ready europe <laughs> spain, area. i mean i've only i've only gone to barcelona but the the two times i did go to barcelona it's fucking stunning 
Yeah. And like Spain to me, it's like special to me because it used to be under Moorish rule. So there used to be like mm -hmm. mosques that have turned into churches that have turned into mosques that have turned back into churches. And like, that's really important to me, like architecture and knowing like Islamic history. And it's just like a beautiful blend of cultures, which I feel that I also am a blend of cultures. And so I identify with that. I'm like, I really want to see. <sighs> so, <laughs> you know, and also like, maybe someone will notice me there and fall in love with me. I mean, that is the main goal, right? Like that, like I was even saying to my friend, I was like, cause she, she, we want to go to Italy and then another year we wanted to Scotland. Yeah. I was like, I feel- okay, no offense, but why are you talking with your friend, not me? Invite I mean, me. It's the same, it's the same friend though. <laughs> it's because you know why, no, you know why? Cause she has also never gone anywhere. Oh. Ever. She went once with her school somewhere. Yeah. But like she didn't do it properly because like she went, she had gone to France and she's like, she's like, I would never go back. Like it's too blah, 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 blah. You know, she gave like a bunch of reasons. And I was like, it's cause you didn't do it properly. Like you didn't experience, you were there with your school, it was rushed. Like you didn't experience it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that's why, yeah, I went to France for my school and I loved it, but that's why I do want to go back because you are rushed and you don't experience it the way that you should. Yeah. So I was you need to expand your horizons and because she loves comic cons and listen so do i it's like but even if you go to a comic con you're not exploring the city you're just at the con yeah. so yeah we went to texas i mean i didn't want to explore texas but just to say <laughs> we went to texas but we didn't really you know you didn't do anything there we were at the con for three days yeah you know? so yeah i'm trying to make her see things you know like fuck, we live in quebec and she she hasn't even like done a good day at Mont Tremblant, which is like an hour away, yeah. <laughs> you know, which I'm also going to take you there if the weather's nice. Hell yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, but dude, I mean, you're coming here. You don't think I would say yes to traveling abroad with you? <laughs> you know what though? Yeah, no, I would love to travel with you because A, you're so knowledgeable. You know everything about everything. It just inspires me. I love to hear you speaking about things you're passionate about too. I'm very much like a listener slash like responding a little bit, but you are like, <laughs> when you care about something, you can go on and on. And like, that's my ideal situation. Um, but also like, you're funny, you know, and you're smart. So like, just, a, you just seem like a good person to travel with. I mean, I try, I know like, like my friend Clarissa and I, we, we thought originally we might go to France together, but then we realized like, we travel very differently. Like, I like getting up early to start my days and like have my coffee and do things yeah. and stay in hotels. And she like, doesn't like waking up early, <laughs> doesn't like staying at hotels. So I was like, you yeah, know, maybe there's a, maybe we just shouldn't, maybe this is the thing that breaks the friendship up. <laughs> that's, really, like, that's a really good point because like, I find whenever I've traveled with my family, half of us are very like, I personally hate being late. I like to wake up early mm -hmm. and get a lot in, in the day. But then like yeah. my dad or like my uncle or cousins, like they are so lethargic and take forever and don't go to bed at the right time. So then they can't wake up. And I'm just like, oh, this is the worst. Like it really ruins the vibe. And once the vibe yeah. is ruined, it's hard to get it back. It really- Yeah, for sure. And like, I think, like, I, you know, I think it depends where you go too, right? Like I was, that was the other conversation I was having with her. I was like, you know, for me, if like, I can't not see it as, I'm spending thousands of dollars to get to Europe. I can't, for me, waking up at 9 a.m. 
I'm, I've already wasted like a good hour and a half. Yeah. You know, like I could have woken up at seven, gotten ready, go get my espresso with like my little breakfast and already have started my day. You know what I mean? Even if nothing's open, there's still stuff to do because you're in fucking Europe. So and there's like, always a tour to start. There's always something. And I think right? what you do is like allowing yourself to have the, the time to sit with the culture and sit with the experience. Cause like, obviously you're going to be like, go, go, go get like getting to places and doing things. But it's also like, if you don't wake up early enough, you don't have time to like have those few hours in the morning where it's like a little bit slower paced and you yeah. walk around the local area and check out local shops and do that type of stuff. So I feel you. I definitely feel you. Yeah. See, like, I mean, maybe we should, man. I always said I was, I was meant to go to Greece alone because I felt like no one can handle me in Greece, but <laughs> maybe, maybe you're the person. Who, who will care about me pointing at a rock that, yeah. that there's nothing there except that one rock and like essentially tearing up? <laughs> and to be honest, not only will I care, I will take a picture of you with the rock <laughs> and you write down what that picture is all about. Like that's how I am. <laughs> oh man. I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe that's the trip we should take together is Greece. That'd be fire. I will be... If we do though, you, you have to understand, I will be the most unbearable <laughs> person. Cause that's like, in terms of like my, my love of like classics, that is like yeah. the, the dream trip. Even though all of Europe is filled with that stuff, I get different things from each place, you know, like. But like, that's like, that's Greece. It's the- Yeah, exactly. It's, it's what you're- I won't say the birth cause it's not the birth, but like in terms of you know, it's like on the same level as Egypt, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure the same feeling I would get seeing the, the, the ruins and like the temple of Zeus and stuff is the same wonder that people get when they see the pyramids of Greece, uh, of Greece, of Egypt. It must be, yeah. see, my head is only in one place. You know, it must be, it, it must be insane. And it's just like, ugh. <sighs> I just want to go. <laughs> I know. I feel like we always come back to traveling on this pod, but it's because it gives us hope and excitement. Yeah. You know, it does. That's, what, that's what we are desperately in need of these days. Yeah. And also like, I'm not saying you have to travel abroad to get like amazing experiences because you don't. But on the other hand, like, what is life about if not doing these things, right? Like, Tra traveling in any way like I can't I can't I mean obviously if you really can't afford it that's completely understandable you know what I mean but like mm -hmm. I, I I'll say I've gone into debt before for a vacation and I wish <laughs> I would do it again and I do it again yep <laughs> you know yeah it's definitely something that like just I think it just helps you get perspective on life and realize that there's yeah. so much more out there for you to care about and to see and to experience. And like your life isn't yeah. just where you live. Your life can be like a beautiful combination of everywhere you've been and all the places that you hope to go. You know, it's like, it's so, it's also like a metaphor. Like you're not stuck here. You can go, you can leave, yeah, for sure. start over, do whatever you want. Like, I think a lot of people are stuck in the mindset of like, I'm here, I'm like stuck here and now, like, but if you, if you figure it out financially, then you're not like, you can do it. And it really like, obviously Europe is really expensive to get to, but even like South America is not that hard to get to financially. Like it's super cheap. 
there's regular flights, it's safe. I mean, depends where you go, but obviously, but like it's relatively safe, beautiful, it's tropical, cultures like out the ass, you know, like you can go. Whoever's listening yeah. that's resisting traveling, I don't know who the fuck <laughs> would be doing that, listening to us, but you know, just do it. Cause you never know what what, what the next pandemic is gonna look like. Yeah, fucking hell. If you, if you could go anywhere right now, not vacation though, like pick up and leave and move to a new place, where would you move to? Oh, uh, I think like London, England, because they speak English mostly, but- <laughs> Do they? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, but just from like what my sister told me about the culture and like the vibe and just what's around there, I think I would really enjoy it. Um, but it, I think there, I this there has to be two options: one that's like city based, and one that's like nature based. Because honey, this is our fantasy world. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> Goddamn good point. I'm always like, well, let me find a happy medium. No, uh, in the city would be London. But if I could like have the same like work setup and everything, and just like live in the mountains or something, I would literally live like in the middle of Banff for sure. Um, only for the summer though. <laughs> It's too cold. It's so <laughs> cold there. I I would never move there permanently. Um, maybe yeah. like maybe like BC, like you know, um, Vancouver or Victoria, because it's super mild because by the ocean. But yeah, I could never live in the winter in Alberta. Good luck. See ya. Negative fifty. Yeah. No. Yeah. I could barely I could barely handle the winter I have here. Yeah. <laughs> Where would you move? Uh same answer I would go to England um it would be a toss-up between living in the city or living um in one of the smaller towns that I've I've visited with my cousins just be which that's probably is what it would be because I know myself and as much as I love London I've said a million times I hate cities (laughs) so I think moving to that kind of smaller town with the countryside and the cobblestone, you know, roads and stuff like that is way more my vibe. And then when I want to go to London, I'm a hopping a train away. But in this dream setting of mine, I also have a summer apartment in Venice because Venice is my favorite place in Italy. And I love it. I love that. That's a good balance of different things going on. Can I tell you something? Venice, my family, they were like really were not fans. I mean, obviously they still liked it, but they weren't like oh, we should go back to Venice. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved it. There's no cars because you, you just can't. Like, you hate cars. <laughs> yeah, the only cars we saw, the first of all, they're tiny as hell and it seemed like more like delivery things. So things right. to transport stuff around the, the island. Mm-hmm. They had no cars. Everyone knew each other. So you saw, we were on like the, we were on the gondola ride and the... There was like this nunna like for, on one of her balconies like saying hello to the guy who was uh like steering steering thank you <laughs> i was like gondoling and i was like this is a word <laughs> uh so yeah everyone there like knows each other and then at nighttime in the square it's like there's all this live music playing from all the restaurants because every restaurant has you could sit outside and every restaurant has their own band. So there's like, you you walk six feet and you're hearing new music, you know? Wow. And it's it's a little expensive. It's a little, uh, 
yeah, a little, not, not budget friendly, but I was just like, I could just imagine myself like on a Sunday morning coming out with my espresso and like my writing tools and just like existing, you know, and smelling the air and the water and like, oh, oh, <laughs> here. <laughs> oh, I feel you. I feel like every oh. episode we record, one of us is like, I hate it here. <laughs> that oh, sounds so God. cool though. Like truly that sounds like heaven. Yeah. Damn. Venice is beautiful. It's, there was this one store, I don't remember the name, but we, wa- we walked past and we didn't even step in because it was like, there's no point. We can't afford a single thing that's in the shop. <laughs> yeah. But just in the window, there were all Venetian masks and in the center was a literal crown, a gold crown. <laughs> and there was like a scepter and all the masks were in gold and like so intricately done. I was just like, is this a joke? <laughs> so crazy. I'm just in the window, uh, right? Like they don't need, like, it's just in the window. Like they're just so casual about it. Yeah, that's like the big thing there, right? Um, so yeah, it was in one of the shop windows and I just, I, we didn't go in. I remember the prices being ridiculous. So it must've been real gold. I can't, I can't see it any other way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love Venice. I think it's beautiful. And like a lot of people think that it smells because of all the fish, but I didn't find, so I don't know. <laughs> but I also like romanticize like every single place I go to. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You and I have that in common. Like I romanticize any experience that I can because yeah. It makes it better. It makes the experience better. It makes my memory of it better. Like for sure. Especially when you're traveling, like if you're not trying to like feel like you're in a movie, like what's the point? Oh, I have a soundtrack in my head playing. I'm like <laughs> I'm like for you know, there's like the cameras following me. My yes, when I'm traveling, it's a movie set. And that is also why I'm always sure to dress to the nines because like who knows man you never know who you're gonna see or what's gonna happen you don't know not that i ever have seen anybody but you still you still don't know <laughs> also i feel like people just dress nice in europe nicer than here anyway. yeah i mean way nicer here i mean i mean the cities it's kind of like you know like so much is done in the cities of europe you know what i mean like like you can't go to Milan and wear sweatpants. Like yeah. you can't, because like it's Milan, one of the fashion capitals of the world. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So like, I feel like depending where you go, the vibe definitely changes in terms of like what's seen as acceptable to wear. But also I find there's that general kind of expectation. Like if you're in the big city and you're a tourist, you should be. <laughs> be dressed well <laughs> yeah also it just makes it easier for people to point out that you're a tourist and like scam you <laughs> oh for sure for sure not blending in well i will say though the the i do think it's easier for tourists to blend in now because like technology has come to a point where you know if you don't want to bring a bulky camera with you for you don't have to yeah a lot of people like for us for my family we had the uh, video recorders you don't have to bring that right mm-hmm. on your phone and like so many people who live in these cities 
are always taking photos and always recording and you know whether it's for for themselves or for because they're influencers or whatever so like it's such a thing now that it's I find unless someone hears you speak it's almost impossible yeah for them to point you out you know that's kind of good you know and bad I guess for people who want to scam I feel like scamming is like way less common than I think <laughs> it's just in my mind like I saw it in a movie why were you were you planning on scamming Europe when you <laughs> no I was planning on being scammed probably oh, okay okay yeah. <laughs> I would never scam someone on purpose <laughs> I would scam, I mean, I've scammed a few things. We've spoken about that. I've scammed certain things, but I mean, not like a nice person. I've scammed like corporations, but like too bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, uh, like, that's too bad. I remember I bought tickets for Ariana Grande for my little sister to see as her grad present. And instead of going to see Ariana Grande, she went to her grade eight grad because <laughs> it was the same day. My um, Lord. And she looks back at it now. She's like, that was so stupid. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it is. You were a child. <laughs> you wanted to like go hang out with your friends, whatever. But I ended up selling them for double the price because I had bought them like when they were released and then she didn't release any extras. So I just like made big money. That's fucking sick. Lawyer. But then I tried to do the same thing with Jonas Brothers and I scammed myself. <laughs> they released like 10 extra shows in Toronto. <laughs> so then I took Ray for like literally half the price that I paid <laughs> classic karma got you good on that one yeah, 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 yeah so honestly my family like there's a thing in my family where we cannot do anything scammy or shady because we always get karma back like times <laughs> worse so we try to be as honest and like transparent as possible and uh it's been pretty consistent I'm usually like not that everything happens for a reason because it's obviously not true but like to me whenever I do good, I get good. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I totally believe that. Yeah. So I try to stick to that. Otherwise I'm literally scamming myself. What do you think? Although the question must be raised. Why do such shitty people, <laughs> such good, let's just say it. Why does Jeff Bezos get to be a billionaire? <laughs> yeah. Why does he get you to know? colonize like a, the fucking space of the world? Yeah. Not only on she Earth. had a petition to leave him there. <laughs> That's amazing. Yo, it actually kind of scares me though that they like billionaires can just go to space. That seems like I know. You, you shouldn't just be able to go. Yeah, I feel like you definitely need training to be like, let's go to space. <laughs> like, like also like there's no there's no laws out there. No, nope. do whatever they want. That's like, horrendous. He's gonna have a sweatshop on Mars. <laughs> hate billionaires (laughs) oh god the only the only the only people i want to see go to space besides astronauts is the fast and furious cast to film (laughs) (laughs) because i want to i don't want a green screen i want to actually do it in space (laughs) fast 10 yeah i want them to yeah but besides besides that i don't i don't see why anyone should have access to space if you're not part of us like if you're not an astronaut <laughs> well because it's like it, it's like invading somewhere you know it's like the same type of thing you're just going i don't know it just seems wrong and so just even apart apart from that it's just like you don't know what you're doing like you're because you didn't go to school for it 
you know, you don't understand the physics or anything that's going to happen to your body or anything. Yeah. Like to me, honestly, to me, I see that as like, if I walked into a surgery room and it was like, hell yeah, give me a scalpel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> you know? And like, not even, not only that, but like they could fuck up anything that like the actual legitimate astronauts are doing up there. Like they For could sure. Here by accident, they could cause something to fall into earth. No, I don't trust them. And I don't trust, I don't trust rich men. I don't trust men in power. I don't trust men in institutions. That's all three. We don't trust Jeff Bezos, who, who hits all those marks. <laughs> Fuck that man. The fact that he hasn't even gotten hair implants is sus to me. <laughs> Get some hair, you bald villain. I don't trust him. Like, Oh God, yeah, you know, if we did live in a Superman comic, he would definitely be Lex Luthor. Oh, for sure. Probably, I want I want to I want to be enough of a nice person to say that I I sincerely hope he is a better person than Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I don't I don't know him personally, so I don't actually know. <laughs> Have you seen that video where he's at some sort of like convention and this guy shows him some weird invention and it's like sort of like a sci-fi thing, like sci-fi vibe and he does this like he laughs but his laugh is like such an evil laugh. Yeah. It's so disturbing. You're like you're a villain and <laughs> I have to send it to you. It's so weird. That sounds very awkward. Well, there was like also that weird billboard of Elon Musk which actually oh, the Lex Luthor, the actual Lex Luthor vibes I got, and I think someone even tweeted it. It was like, this literally jumped out of a Superman comic book. It said something like, like, like defend billionaires or something like that. Or like, tr trust billionaires. Oh, yes. and it was him. No. Yeah, and he was like, that was, No, that was Jeff Bezos. He- Oh, wasn't he on Musk? Either way, they bought the Washington <laughs> and then so it was like it was like a tweet that was like um you know those like comparison things like during and after whatever before and after I don't yeah. know what the actual meme was meme format is but it was like Washington Post before and it was like we should be taxing the rich who like put money in offshore accounts and blah 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 that was the article and then it was like after uh one of those two bought the paper and it was like we need to be nicer to billionaires like <laughs> Yeah, it was so bad when I went and the tweet, yeah, the tweet I saw that like tweeted it or whatever. That's what they were saying. They were like, if Lex Luthor was a person, this is what he would say. <laughs> super sketchy, super embarrassing for them. Yeah. But obviously not embarrassing because they don't care. Yeah. And like when you have money, like the truth is, if you look at the most of the laws that impact the world, if the punishment is a monetary fine, then that law only applies to poor people. You know For what sure. I mean? So sure. all these rich people are doing shit and like avoiding jail time because they can just pay the fines. That's not yeah. fair. And, but that's how we operate. If you have money, you can do anything. Yeah. You have a private island where you steal little girls and ruin their lives and nothing happens and you commit suicide, okay. Oh my god. Did you ever see that you see that viral video of like I don't know who the fuck it was, but like some guy was on the news and he and right before they cut him off, 
he said uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. Or is it everyone was like... <laughs> That was like when uh, Kanye said, like, George Bush doesn't care about Black people on, on air, yep. on television. Everyone was just like, <laughs> you wrong? No. But then it's like, oh, God. do you ever think about how we thought George Bush was bad and then we got Trump? And it's like, yeah, who knew it could be worse? Who knew? Yeah. Literally, like... Not that George <laughs> Bush is good, but... Just no, but it really, it really did feel, I remember the same year that Trump got elected, by chance, I read this book, and I don't remember the name of, um, like Scorpio something, anyway, not the Scorpio races, but anyway, it doesn't matter, <laughs> and it was about um, a, a future in America where this, like, tyrannical, terrible, racist, man became president and what the fallout of that looked like years down the line and how it affected not just people but the economy and how it affected immigrants and it was a YA book so it obviously ended up you know evolving into something else but it it looked at how like it affected nuclear war um nuclear war down the line all that stuff and like I remember reading that the year he got elected and just like looking at people's greatest fears, looking at what was happening and reading that book. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like this is our life. And like, people don't, people think that it's unrealistic, but it's like you, it's not though. Cause like, look back at our own history and almost every possible bad thing that could have happened has already happened. Yep. Already had genocides. We've already had more than just this pandemic. We've already had world wars. Mm -hmm. Why, why was it unrealistic for people to assume the worst of Trump? You know what I mean? Like, it just, like, I never connected those dots, but. People think that we are like evolved and civilized beyond that type of stuff, but we really truly are not. And like, it only takes. happening. <laughs> it literally only takes a little bit of research to like understand that it's still happening, that it happens every day. And just because it's not directly impacting your life today, doesn't mean it's not gonna at some point and yeah. like that's the downfall of like having such an individualistic society in western countries is that like they just everyone just thinks that we're fine and like fuck everyone else who cares what happens to them but truly what goes around comes around like it's just we can't yeah. escape the fact that our entire systems are global systems we will yeah. always be impacted we will always feel the ripple effect of everything that happens like grow up guys read one single book on globalization please honestly that's why just like just like an article, <laughs> article. read a, read the newspaper instead of just the headline at that point you're yeah. doing better than most like people. i won't even ask for a book that's i feel like that's your your point you're asking a lot of them <laughs> that's true that's true yeah. just one article you know doesn't even have to be the new york times you can even choose something shorter <laughs> you know yeah oh jesus it's just funny because like information and knowledge is so accessible now and people yeah. are even more i think people are overwhelmed with how much there is but it's like yeah. that's not an excuse just people are overwhelmed but also i think there's a way to to give yourself space from time to time while yeah. still not being completely ignorant exactly of your own life you know what i mean because like 
I do think it's healthy to take a step back and, and we, you know, we've both done it. We both took breaks from social media, mm-hmm. but like, that didn't turn off me being aware that like, you know, shit had to be done or, you know, making, you know, small things like making donations when you could and stuff like that. doesn't mean I ha- you have to read every single thing that pops up on your newsfeed. Yeah. You know, just, yeah, there, there's, the thing is that you could have a middle ground, but people don't even want to get to there, right? Yeah. They don't want to at people least- People don't think it. that they owe anyone the effort to yeah. learn about the issues that don't impact them directly. But yeah, like, I mean, we thought COVID was just in a China and just gonna affect Chinese people. And then what happened, yep. you know? And I'm sure after this is over, we'll forget the lessons <laughs> that we've learned, you know, whether we want to or not. And it'll, yeah. it'll repeat itself as it always does. Yep. Yeah. That being said though, before we uh, sign off, I do want to share, since we're talking about idiots, um, this isn't, this doesn't fall under the same realm, but just to sh- just kind of like what you were saying about reading the headlines and stuff. So this guy who I don't know who he is, but basically he retweeted an article that the New Yorker posted about finding the remains of the um, warriors of the sacred band of Thebes, which I've spoken about in Lento Super 4. It was like this crazy army that was just composed of lovers, okay? Mm-hmm. Like that, you had to be lovers to be part of the army. And if you were, they paired you with someone and you became lovers, like, because they believed that it would not only strengthen the the bond, but it would make them fight harder because then you're fighting to protect the person that you love because they're yeah. standing right next to you. Yeah. You know? So anyway. So this this guy whose name on Twitter is Peg, okay, he retweeted it and wrote, on top of being a stupid lie, the reckoning of ancient male friendship as homosexuality has damaging implications today. And <laughs> This, the classical studies uh, account that I followed, they were like, imagine being so homophobic <laughs> that you think an army of people who were fucking weren't gay. <laughs> like, like it's, so, it's so far beyond the, cause like, yes, I, I agree in, in certain things of like, you know, the ancients didn't view what, you know, homosexuality or even incest, all those things the same way that we view things now, right? Like it wasn't the same. Gods fucked each other and they were siblings and aunts and uncles, but we don't view those things the same way today, right? Yeah. So yes, I agree with things like that, but like to say that, oh, I could stick my dick in another dude doesn't make it gay. Like, well, it does though. It does make it gay. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's a gay thing to do. It's gay. And the whole point in the army was that you couldn't be in it if you weren't a dude and if you weren't fucking another dude and you yeah. were probably in an emotional relationship with them and like <laughs> what what negative repercussions does that have on current day so like in his thread he was saying that like men can't even be intimate because of these things and while i do agree that there are some very serious issues with how like 
men perceive intimacy with each other. Yeah. I don't fucking think it's because of the ancient Greeks. <laughs> no, like, come on. If anything, like, that was, I don't like, think the like, if anything, that story would give people the confidence to be like, it's fine. Like they were doing it back then. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's very confusing. Like, I don't that. think the New Yorker publishing a, a, a piece essentially about archaeology is, is the thing that's damaging male friendships. I think it's your own, I think it's your own ego and your own views on what you yeah, think bro. a male friendship is supposed to be. Like, <laughs> homophobia and exactly. I was like, God, oh my God. I was like, this is like, I was like, this is it. This is someone who is not doing their research <laughs> and knows nothing about the sacred band, like not even a little. That's hilarious. And like so confidently too. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, Maria, there's like a whole thread. It goes on like forever, his thread. And everyone in the replies is just like, they were literally fucking. <laughs> like, Grow up, dude. <laughs> it was, and someone posted like, this ancient Greek, like, uh, like a painting on a vase, literally of two men who were about to have sex with another man. And you could tell because they all had erections and they were holding the other man. Yeah. <laughs> and someone, someone wrote in quotations, just an ancient male friendship. <laughs> <laughs> just guys being dudes, you know? Oh man, I was fucking dying. It was so stupid. So good. I mean, sometimes you just have to laugh because trying to convince someone otherwise is too much wasted time oh a hundred percent one thousand percent that's just, why i didn't engage i like retweeted the the classical memes account because i was yeah. like this this is just hilarious <laughs> i love that that's a, such a good note to end this podcast on because like <laughs> i just love stupid people there's good entertainment easy to yeah. easy talk about easy to like pick poke fun at just so, just good entertainment you know yeah 100%. anyway this was episode 19 uh thanks to everyone <laughs> for listening to us just yammer on about literally the most personal details of our life at this point like when's your flight coming <laughs> in? um we hope that you feel like you're hanging out with us that's the goal so peace and love to everyone bye peace out <laughs>